Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, guys. I know it's been forever. Um, Welcome back to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories. And nightmares. Woo! We got it. We got that help. Um, yes, sorry we've taken a little bit of a hiatus. We just have a lot going on in our lives, right, Lens? Yeah, we're humans. Yeah, this we're is human. what happens. Yeah, just like you. Humans are busy, apparently. I don't know. It's Slightly. It's, it's weird. Um, today, we are going to be talking about Lindsay's choice of a movie, which might as well be my choice, too, because I love this movie. What is it, Lindsay? Girls just want to have fun with Helen Hunt and Sarah Jessica Parker. Just girls. Yeah. Gay guys, we don't count. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yes. So this movie is very good. It's very nostalgic. This movie was made in 1985. Lindsay, you were born in around there. 1982 is when I was born. Yeah. I mean, you were alive. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, you weren't alive. Nope. I was a glimmer in my dad's eye. Yikes. Yikes. It's crazy. <laughs> it is wild. Um, yes. Yeah, so this movie, we're just going to jump straight into it. Um, if you have listened to any of our podcasts before, uh, you already know what's going to happen. We're going to break this down pretty uh, crazy and uh, sporadic for you because that's just how I like to do things. Chaotic even. Oh my gosh. Is that, that's the word I was looking for. Jesus Christ, Nick, look at your screen. It's in the <sighs> goddamn title. It is. God damn it. Okay. Well, this title, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, is starts off with um, Jamie, who is uh, doing her first day of school, and she's being introduced by the nun at uh, her school. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, the nun is basically trying to just ask her random questions just so that people can get to know her a little bit better. Um, and Jamie's really struggling to answer these questions at first. She doesn't really seem to have any answers for the things that she's asking. Yeah, like, it's what, very awkward. It is super awkward. She keeps, uh, she does this uh, part where she plays with her sock with her other foot and like lowers it, you know, all awkward. And everyone's laughing at her. Everyone's laughing and uh, yeah, she doesn't seem to give a shit. She's just up there living her life. Um, but you find out that Janie um, is an army brat, okay? So her dad is like really high up in the army and they've moved around a lot. Um, she has a younger brother who dresses in army fatigues all the time and they have walkie talkies to communicate if she's gonna be in trouble, which I like. Yeah, that's a great idea. It's super I wish cute. we had that when we were younger. All we had was yakbacks, okay? Do you remember yakbacks? No. You would like speak into it and it would- Oh, like Home and, Alone? Yeah, and it would like change your voice and distort it. That's scary. Yeah, it was uh, before Scream. This is how I think how they got the idea. Love it. I love it too. So she's standing in front of the class and her teacher is like, well, what do you like to do for fun? And she basically just uh, says that she loves to dance. I love to dance. Yeah. And it's super cute. And she said that um, she's really excited to be living in Chicago because that's where DTV is filmed. Who doesn't want to live in Chicago? You know, I mean, it is really windy and the weather is really atrocious during the winter. And like 40 people die a day there for murders, but whatever. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that's maybe enough of a reason to not want to move there. No, it's great. It's probably great. I don't yeah. live in Chicago, but I am two hours away. I just hear things. Oh, yeah. She hears the downtown bustle just from her house. I, I listen to the police scanner a lot in <laughs> Chicago. That is honestly, and that is the thing that uh, a lot of Midwest people do is they listen to the police scanner. Just see if anything's going on. 
nothing is ever going on in my town, so I have to listen to a bigger city. So I either do Chicago or the Quad Cities. Oh, I love that. That's cute. Um, the Quad Cities, by the way, is where we grew up. It's two cities in Iowa, two cities in Illinois that aren't big enough to be anything by themselves. That's four. That means quad. Yes. Even though it's like they have Moline and East Moline. So there's really like five. But It's all one. Moline. It's all one. It is all one. Um, but yes. So she basically um, is introduced and then it cuts to her getting on the bus and going home for the day. Okay. Now um, she gets to meet uh, a new friend and this friend's name is Lynn, okay? Um, she is kind of the baddie of this school. She goes to like a Catholic school and she is on the bus like ripping her uh, Velcro sleeves off. Like she's very trendy. I love Lynn's fashion in this movie. The dinosaur, like stegosaurus headpiece. Clips, yeah. The She's taking off her like plaid skirt and it like reverses into like a leather skirt. Yeah. Very cute. And let's just say Lynn is a ride or die friend from the beginning. Yeah. She's not going to let her miss this show. Yeah. They're on the way home uh, on the bus and um, Lainey, Janie, Janie. Um, yeah, Janie is afraid that she's going to miss the beginning of dance TV. And she, uh, Lynn won't allow that to happen. Lynn is about to go babysit uh, for a really wealthy lady. Her house is stacked, homie. Oh, yeah. The kid, and the kid is not an attractive baby. No, not. And it's not saying that all gingers are not attractive. He is a ginger baby. Um, but it's, my biggest problem is she just shows up with this friend and the lady's like, yep, cool. You can stay. And then gets mad at her when she gets home and the house is in disarray. And the baby is sitting in the middle of a pizza. First <laughs> like, of all, what a waste of a pizza. <laughs> Whatever. It was crazy. Uh, could you imagine cleaning that diaper and being like, is this marinara or blood? Gross. <laughs> is, is, which one is this? Which one is this? We just had a really extreme bowel movement. I don't know. Gross. Gross. Um, but yeah, so uh, the lady who they're watching the house ends up driving uh, Janie home. And the whole time she's like uh, yelling at Lynn in the car and like, oh, did you not answer the phone? Why didn't you answer the phone? Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and when they're babysitting, they find out on DTV that they're holding auditions for the next couple to dance on DTV. So yeah. Janie really, is that her name, Janie? Yeah. Really wants to go and audition for this. And um, Lynn's like, well, I'm a good dancer, too, so I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, she's, and like, she uh, has a lot of pizzazz, so I don't even know if she's a good dancer. She's just really, like, personable. It's a lot of confidence. Yeah, she is. She's like, oh, I could do that, too. <laughs> I could do that. Um, well, Janie uh, shows up at her house, and this is where you get to meet her dad for the first time. And her dad is doing a forgotten um, hobby of painting little soldiers. Yeah, which is in a lot of movies. Yeah, I've and noticed. I just, I don't understand how that could be interpreted as fun. But have you ever met someone who actually does that? No, I've never even walked into someone's house and them have like a magnifying glass. You know, know. it's like I've never had that happen. Um, but yeah, that was a, apparently a huge thing in the 80s. Also a huge thing in the 80s was dance TV shows like this were running rampant on uh, like local broadcasting networks. They were it was very popular back then. Really? Yeah, there were a lot of dance like couple shows kind of like So You Think You Can Dance Now, but like more not trying to find a winner, just like these are the couples. Right. 
So I think that's really cool. And it's um, it's funny how, so you think you could dance is kind of like the new thing of that now. It's like come back full circle. I've never seen So You Think You Can Dance. I'm going to sound like an old lady right now, but I love Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars is good, but at least on So You Think You Can Dance, the dancers are actually like pretty talented. Zendaya was on da- was on Dancing with the Stars. She's talented. There no, are yes. some, there some are, not there are. talented but, ones. But also, there's also people like Bill Nye. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? That's true. But <laughs> Dancing with the Stars has gotten to the point now where people watch it and vote because of their favorite dance, their pro, and not the stars. Because the pros have oh, gotten really? so famous now that, yes, I love Valentin Shmerkovsky. Yeah. He's my favorite. Who, there was so. another one that you still really love. What was his name? No, that was the only one I've ever liked, Valentin. Oh, I want to say he was, I forget his name, Mal- Max Maximus. Oh, Max. And that's his brother. But I didn't, it's not like I don't like him, but I wasn't like a huge fan of him. Just watch out, Maximus. Uh-oh, <laughs> Max. So whatever your name is, Max. Um, yeah, but um, so at this point in the movie, she asks her dad if she can go to this audition. She's just found out about it. Um, and her dad is like, oh, yeah, some a good competition is good for the soul. And he, she describes where she has to go. She has to go downtown to Chicago. And um, he's like, uh, first of all, bitch, he doesn't call her that. Um, but he, he might as well have, because he looks at her with such disdain that he's like, you can't, you haven't even, I haven't even traveled around this city right now. I'm not going to trust you to be able to go do it. Why doesn't he take her then? If he thinks the competition is so healthy. Well, because I think that he's more of a stickler of like, girl, you just got to this new school. You need to be focusing on your grades, not really extracurriculars. Right. And maybe he doesn't look as dance as like a, a real sport, like a real competition. Yeah. Even though she's been taking it since she was little, like, you know what I mean? She's been all, in all these classes. Very weird. Dads just don't care about stuff like that, though. Like, I, I loved music, but I got all those opportunities myself. It wasn't like my family helped me, you know? Right. So at this point, he says that she can't go. She goes to school the next day and um, Lynn and her are planning to go. That was the plan before she had talked to her dad. And it's the end of school. Lynn is changing to get on the bus. And she's like, Janie, you can't wear that. Like, you can't dance with that. You're um, like such a square. Yeah, you're going to look like such a square. And she's like, well, joke's on you. I'm not going. <laughs> and um, yeah, so Lynn gets on the bus and Janie, as it's driving away, is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna clear this bush. I'm going to jump over it and then get into this bus. You know what I mean? I mean, she just changed her mind. I, I don't get the feeling that she probably breaks a lot of rules. Yeah, she until seems like she meets kidding. Lynn. Yeah, and Lynn is the rebel. Okay, first of all, they basically end up going to this thing. Um, Janie ends up going, and um, they meet the bitch of the movie there. Who's the bitch of the movie? Natalie. Is that her Natalie, name? yes. She is like, uh, her first scene in the movie is her on the phone with her dad being like, hey, like, why can't you call this magazine that I applied to do this competition for and like rig it essentially. And right. she, she gets off the phone with him and then she goes to her closet and it's like full clueless moment that it's like rotating clothes. And she's like, God, decisions are the worst. She just <laughs> gives you full what you would think an eighties bitch look like. This is what this girl looks like. It kind of makes me like envision mom at a younger age. I was going to say she, she reminds it me of does. She doesn't run me. But mom, mom swears to God that she was just the nicest person. But you could see mom being the bully. 
Yeah, I could just see, it's not necessarily me seeing her as a bully. It's just uh, the style of what that girl was wearing. It makes me feel like that's what mom kind of would look like. I don't know. I'll have to show you some pictures later. <laughs> I know. I've seen some of them. Mom was a cheerleader too, wasn't she? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure she was. If you're a cheerleader, you're a bitch. I was a cheerleader. Mm, okay. Point made. Yeah. If the stiletto fits. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's totally. That's me. I'm the worst. Um, and by the way, in seventh grade, I was a flyer. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what that means, but. It's the one who goes up in the stunt. Oh, yeah, I've seen that cheerleading show on Netflix. Yeah, I think we just had a lot of bigger bitches. So they're like, let's just put him up there. Is that a read to me? <laughs> no, were you on my cheerleading squad, Lindsay? No, you weren't. Jesus Christ. Um, so at this point, they go to the competition and uh, you get to meet a whole cast of characters, uh, such as the boy love interest for uh, Jamie in this movie. What's his name? I have no idea. Oh yeah, I know. We're real prepared for this, but it's an actor who is. That was his last movie. Really? He peeked at Girls Just Want to Have Fun. No. Yeah. Yes. Hold on. I, now I'm going to look up his name. I know that. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is his name in the movie. Yes. Jeff. His real name is Lee Montgomery. Yes. And then uh, Jonathan Silverman plays Drew, which is his best friend in the movie. Yes. And Shannon Doherty plays his little sister. Yes. Okay. So Shannon Doherty, she is um, at the competition too. I think she's just going to watch because um, her brother is going to be competing. Um, and his brother's best friend notices her, but doesn't realize that it's her and is, calls her a little punk or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm cool enough to be punk. It's not as good as New Wave, but it's not preteen. I love it. Yeah, she's, she's such a little sister. She's getting so excited about it. And then she's just like, punk. Ugh. I'm punk. <laughs> oh my God. So cute. I've watched this movie so many times, you have no idea. Now, this part of the movie is my favorite part of the movie, okay? Because you get to meet Natalie, but Natalie almost runs over um, Jeff's best friend. I think his name's Drew. Yes. And he's um, he's just trying to park his bike, I think, or something like that. And I'm just kidding. He didn't drive. He didn't have a bike that time. It's uh, a shitty car. <laughs> when she when she tries to when she almost hits him, uh, he comes over and he's like, "Nice wheels." And he's like, "I got a nice car too." And she's like, "What is it? A Schwinn ten speed?" <laughs> yeah, that's why you thought he was parking his bike. <laughs> I just love her energy. Well, um, Lynn is not very happy that. Um, they almost died, you know what I mean? So she comes over and uh, looks like she's going to hit Natalie, but then she just goes to fix her hair. And everyone watching is like, oh. I love Lynn. I love Lynn. Lynn's a baddie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this starts, um, the auditions start and they get placed with random people that came to audition. Um, and so some of them came with partners, um, so they get to dance with them, but then other people just get placed with people. Um, Lynn and Janie did not have partners when they came, so they got placed with other people that wanted to audition. Yeah, and Janie gets put, remember, she's in her schoolgirl uniform. She gets placed with like this jock looking guy with like a letterman jacket. 
if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. And yes, then Lynn gets placed with someone who just Fs up the whole audition. Yes, okay. And they start like um Lynn jumps in because there's uh, other dancers that didn't come onto the floor. So she's just trying to like make sure that she's seen. Um, And the person that is paired with her starts dancing super erratic and like fucking up the audition for her. You later find out that it's because Natalie paid him to do that. So shady. Such a shady cunt. Um, But the best person in the dance was uh, Janie to me. She does like flips and shit. Nobody else did any flips. Is that dancing though? Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, I guess it's open to interpretation. Also, uh, a fact, one of the only facts I could find about this movie is the actress that plays Natalie is actually a professional dancer. Oh, really? Yes. She's also a professional bitch. In my yeah, opinion. because she played it real well. She did it so well. I was like, oh, okay, I'm shook to the core. <laughs> um, so uh, they end up selecting dancers um, and... Uh, Janie and her boy, the guy who is wearing the Letterman sweater or whatever, they both got selected, but then they want to try to split them up um, and put them with somebody else. Right. I didn't think he got selected. I thought it was just her. He got selected, but um, they don't really mention him after that. He doesn't, they don't even pair him up with somebody else. Right. Okay. Um, So at first they tried to pair Janie with the big buff, like Russian looking guy. Who already has a partner. He already had a partner. She did not look happy with her Jerry Curl mullet that she was about to lose her partner. She was not happy. That's that's my man. Yes. And so um, then by default, the mullet wearing girl gets paired with Jeff. Okay. And um, then the judges are like, no, let's swap. And they put Jeff and Janie together, which looks like a rebel without a cause is what they say. Yes. Not the mullet wearing girl. Well, okay. The Jerry curl. What do I want to say? Oh my God. (laughs) So Janie and Jeff are together. Yes. And um, Janie and Jeff already had like an introduction at the beginning because Janie thought that Jeff was talking to her. He's actually talking to the woman past her. And he's like, where have I seen you before? I'd recognize that smile anywhere. And she's like, man, I just, I don't think I remember who you are. (laughs) And the girl behind her. So embarrassing. The girl behind her is like, I would have left you for dead. (laughs) I was like, oh, I don't even know what that saying means. Anybody in the comments below, just please let us know what that means. Comments below. (laughs) Just in, yeah, we'll read them later. I swear to God. Um, (laughs) So at this point, um, Lynn shouts out Janie's number to Jeff uh, because she she doesn't really want to have anything to do with him, even though she's his partner. Yeah, neither one of them look thrilled that they got partnered with each other. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, But at this point, um, she goes home and um, she ends up having to, uh, she's supposed to go to a rehearsal with him that night. They made plans to do a rehearsal because he called her at home and uh, she lied and said, as her dad came up, she's like, oh, it's Lynn on the phone. Yeah, but he, he got off the phone so fast because of his little sister that she couldn't tell him, hey, I can't go practice. I can't be there. Yeah, yeah. So um, he goes and he's standing outside and um, he hasn't danced the whole night because he doesn't have anyone to dance with. And this is when Natalie comes out and she's like, oh, you don't have a partner? If you're wanting to work out, you can always call me. Who's her partner? Um, Natalie is uh, placed with some random guy. I don't know his name. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's on his motorcycle. And then he, I think he tells her basically 
my yeah he she lost. basically yeah she basically throws herself at him and is like if you want to rehearse in my vagina you can't you know no, you, well there's a lot of space um there's <laughs> just a lot of space oh my God. um and so basically the next day um janie is at school and uh she is in the um uh, she's like outside they're doing pe or something yeah um, where the fuck the nut sorry i almost said that for it when the nun like is on the pommel horse and like yeah, why is a pommel horse down? Out? Why is a pommel horse outside? Weird. This movie, somebody <laughs> described this movie as dirty dancing meets hairspray with Velveeta cheese because it's so cheesy. Oh my god. And that is that. exactly what it is. It really is. It's so good. Um I love that explanation. <laughs> so at this point, um, they are about to go to, um, they make plans to have a rehearsal that night, uh, Janie and Jeff, um, and she's got to try to find a way to get there without her parents figuring out about it. She has to leave choir rehearsal early. Yeah. Um, and this is where Lynn, in the middle of singing, um, I don't know what the song is, some hymn, she starts singing, Dale. And she pushes Janie down. And why didn't the teacher notice this? I have no idea. And how did she get out of that? And how did all the other girls that she's crawling by their feet not like say anything? anything. Yeah. I would have little... snitched. Well, she's lucky no one snitched then because then she goes and she rehearses with Jeff and she has like notes written down of steps that she doesn't think he will be able to do. And she wrote them down. Um, he takes offense to this and he's like, I can do anything you can do. I can do anything you can do better. That's all. I can do anything better Not than you. No, you can't. No, yes, I'm just I kidding. <laughs> okay, maybe. Um, okay, so at this point, Natalie comes in to ask for change. She don't need change. She knows she don't. No, she knows it. She's like, does anyone in here have change for a 20? And Jamie's like, God, I don't have anything less than a 50. I love that. She was so I love sassy. That. She shouldn't have been sassy, though, because then immediately she calls her parents. How does she have her parents' number? A lot of things about this movie. Like every movie we watch, plot holes. It was just a plot hole. Plot it's holes fine. everywhere. It's like the city. It's in Dallas. There's plot holes everywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> It's just ridiculous. But at this point, um, she realizes that um, Natalie has found out and called her parents because when she gets home, there's a walkie-talkie in the bushes that her brother hid there. Which <laughs> Everyone's looking out for her. And, uh, and then Lynn puts on this big dramatic performance that she was passed out dragging her in the house with Lynn's coonskin cap on and the... I don't know what she was even wearing, but Davy Crockett in this bitch. Yes. And it's like, how, first of all, you just met this girl and you're already down for her like that. Like I've never met, I've never had a friend like that. No. Yeah. And she, she comes in and she basically tells her parents that, um, Oh, you're finally home. I'm, she was at a gymnastics tryouts and she was on the uneven bars and she, we had to break her arm, fingers from the thing. She almost spun to death and her parents are like, Oh, that okay. seems reasonable. <laughs> Yeah, that seems right. She's already lying to us, but like, yeah, this seems like that's cool. Totally believable. Totally believable. So she gets away with it at that point. Um, but then uh, their parents start to catch on to the fact that she is maybe lying and not being very honest. Because I think that story kind of made them think like, oh, something else is going on, you know? Right. Which her parents probably should have let her do it. Like, why be that controlling that you're... She's, it's not like she's out banging dudes or going no, yeah. to parties. Yeah. 
I feel that she she just wants to audition for a TV show that she's finally in the city for. Her parents had to have known that she loved this TV show. Right. And she could become a big star. Yes. And it's just like, oh, dad, you don't want that for me. Whack. Whack attack. I just hate it. So basically she goes upstairs um, and she is this is when she's uh, she goes to the mall with Lynn. Yes. And this is when you find out Natalie is having her, her debutante party. Which, what does that even mean? I don't know. She's lame. I, that's so party? lame. It just seems like... I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like her dad either. Her dad is a tycoon. He's really... Uh, he has a lot of money in whatever business he has. I don't even know what it is. But he Rich also... People. Yeah, uh, he also has, like, purple hair. <laughs> it's, like, fucking ridiculous. His hair is so white, it's purple. <laughs> so they invite they find out she's having this party and they invite they like print off all these flyers at the mall and hand them to like the wildest looking people they could find all oh over town yes and it's uh as they're doing this the song girls just want to have fun is playing um it's not the original cindy lopper version it's like a different type of version but um in this scene she's passing by like uh what looks like the emo kids at her school the lesbian girls that are at a workout you know what i mean like just but i would rather be at a party with all those people than the people at natalie's party no yeah natalie's party you know yeah, they basically went to, like, a Kinko's and copied all these invitations. Um, Love it. And just handed them out to random people. And um, basically, it cuts to the scene where her debutante ball is happening. And her dad is like, no one gets in unless you have these. And they all have one. And they everyone. Come, but first of all, they come busting through a window. That was not necessary. First no, and it's like, where was security then? Right. <laughs> They're driving up in golf carts, breaking windows, you know what I mean? Wild. This place has an ice sculpture. There's no way they were supposed to be there, you know what I mean? This is and, that, and if they have a party flyer, why are they breaking into the place? Yeah, they had a, uh, her band at her party was, um, it was like a, a cover band of the Grateful Dead. I forgot what it was, the name of it was, but... I don't know either. The ungrateful dead, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But they looked old as fuck. They looked like they were going to die soon. Um, but uh, at this party, um, basically, all these people just fuck up her debutante ball, okay? Yeah. Um, to the point where Jeff is there, and he accidentally bumps into the dad, and he falls onto a cake and guts all over his face. I think it's a blueberry pie, because it makes his head turn blue. I think his hair is already purple. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that later um yeah so basically after this um this is where natalie uh takes being a bitch to the next level she's very focused in her dancing she wants to win and beat jamie and she this is the only opportunity she has to kind of like assert herself right so they end up rehearsing still um uh jamie gets jeff to learn how to do a uh backflip or back handspring. Right. Very that's very footloose also. Standing back tuck. That's a cheerleader move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gets him to learn how to do it. Um, and then they end up having this big falling out because um Jeff is approached by Natalie's dad. Old blue hair. Old blue hair. You know him. And he's standing next to his bike, and the dad comes over and is like, you know, I can make your dad's life a living hell because he works for my company. And I can fire him. And then Jeff, of course, feels bad because you're playing with their family now. Yeah. 
And so he drops out. So, so he drops out. Do it. He drops out and he tells his dad at the dinner table that he's dropping out because his sister had told his dad that he was in the competition. And he can't tell his dad that like he's dropping out because the guy wants him to not be in the competition anymore. He just says that he's dropping out and his dad's like, oh, you you never quit anything. You keep doing it, blah, blah, blah. You know, trying to be a good dad. And well, I think his sister tells him why at that point. Yeah. And, and then he's like, I don't care if I lose my job. You know, being a good dad instead of Janie's dad who's like, no, you can't do anything you have a passion for. Yeah. And right in this conversation, right before all of this was talked about at the dinner table, um, I think the reason his sister tells his dad is because he was making fun of her dancing with her door and breaking the doorknob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's an original slam dancer. <laughs> I loved when I was younger. I loved dancing in my room. First of all. Have I ever told you about the time I was dancing to Britney Spears in my room and I sprained my ankle and mom called the ambulance and the people came in, the paramedics came in and I was on the floor and I had to tell them I was dancing to Britney Spears and I hurt my ankle. First of all, <laughs> who's calling the ambulance for that? Just take me to the hospital. No, yeah, yeah. Mom's wild. That's mom. That's mom for you. Um, Lindsay, yes, it is true. Lindsay used to dance in her room a lot. I know this because I lived in the room right next to hers and I could always hear like toxic playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I loved dancing in my room when I was younger. She did. I loved singing in my room um, and I hated when people would walk in. It would throw me off. We, we were just a musical family. We were. We were <laughs> only a couple of us. <laughs> but... Every time someone would walk into the room, it would like throw me off, and then I'd be scared to like sing in the room anymore. Oh God! I'm, like, or when I was listening in. to music really loud, dancing, and Alan came and like pounded on the door and scared the shit out of me. Yes, sounds like Alan. Jeez, I'm just trying to live my life. I'm just trying to live my best life. Oh. Um, well, at this point in the movie, uh, Janie's dad has. Uh, Realize that she's been sneaking out and all of this good stuff. So he decides to put bars in, uh, not bars, but like alarms on the windows. Can we just say overreaction? It's a hard overreaction, but he is a military man. So he probably just is like, he wants control. And it's like, if you really want her to be safe, why don't you just go with her? Yeah, what an idea. Why don't you be a parent? Why don't you stop painting your little men and go with your daughter somewhere? Yeah, and that is a long ass war a long time ago. Those are colonial men. You, you can't be, get you know, We've had a lot of wars since then, sir. <laughs> God. God bless. So at this point, um, she has resided the, to the fact that she's not going to make it to this competition. And she doesn't think that Jeff is going to go anyways because the whole dad situation, you know? Yep. But who is there to help with the situation other than Lynn? The Rep little brother. Yeah, he uh, helps in the situation, but Lynn's rappelling from the, the fucking roof to get her Oh, that's right. I don't know how you find a friend like that. She is, and her hair, I thought because she was upside down that her hair was just like that, but then she turns right back up and it was like styled to be like, it was straight up. I love it. <laughs> She's so cute. Um, so they end up uh, tricking the system on her, the alarms and getting her out of the house without anybody knowing. Um, now, this is still a problem because their parents decided to turn on the TV that night and they just happened to stop on the channel that DTV's competition was on. Yeah, and they see it. The little brother says, there's Janie. And they're like, are you on drugs? <laughs> First of all, I love Janie's outfit. There's something Jan about hot pink. And the, like the white and like the sequency yes. kind of thing on top. That was cute. Yeah, she was good. It. 
And I like it that uh, she, her coupling doesn't dance until the end. Like there's a point where she's, they're waiting to like see if the other one is there and like on the elevators trying to figure out. Yeah. And during this, the uh, MC of the TV show quits. Her name's Ricky, I think. Yeah. The one that uh, Lynn really liked. Yes. Lynn wants to be her. Okay. Um, and so she leaves um, and Lynn is uh, misses the elevator to go up. And she's like, you just go up without me. She, uh, Lynn uh, ends up getting that position at the end of the show. I, I love that for her. I love it too. She comes in with like horses. Yes. And her hair's wild. It is fucking wild. Um, and at this point, um, all the couples have danced and it has come down to uh, Lynn or Janie and Jeff and Natalie and her boy. Yeah. He doesn't they, matter. Yeah. <laughs> they have to do like a dance battle. Like each person goes or each couple goes out for like a couple of eight counts and then the next couple goes out. And they dance is such a great song. I don't even know what it's if it's even a real song, but I love the song that they dance to for some reason. Yeah, we got it. That was it. Someone signed us to a record label. <laughs> It'd be so nice. <laughs> um, it was on the voice, you guys. I was on the voice, um, but it was not my choice. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, but at this point, um, Natalie does this really cool move with her partner and kind of like rolls down his body. And it's like really impressive. So you think that it looks like she's going to win. Okay. She's finally oh, going to get away. And she walks off that stage. Like she's got it. Yes. Like her shit don't stink. But the thing is, is she doesn't realize that Jeff knows how to do a standing back tuck now. Yeah. And they, they, they win with that. They win with that. And the dad, uh, Janie's dad has already come up into the studio and like tried to stop the production and then realized that she's like doing a good job and like, is like, oh my God, I should have just let her do this whole time. Every single goddamn dancing movie ends like that where the dad's like, oh, she can really dance. Maybe I should. She's been dancing for fucking years. Yeah, maybe he's like, this competition's for her to be the new stripper. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) We can't do that. I'm not having her do that. You still showed up though. Thank God she was wearing pasties. <laughs> okay, so at this point in the movie, uh, all is good in the world. Janie and Jeff finally get on the show. Um, they become regulars, and the movie ends with the them at the studio, apparently. Love it. Lynn has a job. It. Janie has a job. Jeff has a job. They're all making money as children. Natalie doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a job, and her dad has given up on her at the end of this movie. He's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Which I I was happy about that because she needed to be told that a couple where's times. Her, where's her mom? God, you can only, probably dead. Her mom is probably like like Cher's mom, like just a prima yeah. donna who is like super beautiful. Yeah. God, whatever. Cher she was much nicer than Natalie. Cher was much nicer. Now we're getting to the point of the movie that um it's over and we get to pick who our favorite characters were. I have two. My favorite character, there's no doubt, Lynn. That's a yeah. she was such a good friend. First of all. Yeah, I don't know anybody who would do that who's been friends with me for 10 years. No, yeah, who would do all the things. And her fashion, yeah, her remarkable. Those dinosaur clip on like hair pieces. And then what was the other thing? Oh, the cricket that she was wearing on the hat. Yeah, I love it. Love it. She definitely had a patch for fash. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we'll cut that. No, we won't. Um, my two favorite characters in this movie are um, Jeff's sister, 
Yes. Don't even know the name. Um, Shannon Doherty. <laughs> yeah, Shannon Doherty. Shan Chan. Um, I like her character because she is uh, very unapologetically herself the whole movie. She's uh, she's the fun, like, little kid energy. And she still hangs out with, like, Janie and Lynn. And they, like, accept her. He likes that character because he was the little brother. And so he can really feel... When that people energy. didn't want me around. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel that energy. Um, but I also really like Drew, the friend of Jeff. Yeah. Because he even, even he, he tried to get his friend to this competition and they were even pushing his car. You know, he's what I mean? definitely, I mean, he, he's definitely a good friend, but he's not like Lynn standard. Like, no, yeah. And it's kind of his fault that all of the uh, invitations get handed out because he's too busy uh, not telling the, Taylor where his dick is on what side of his body. Oh my God. <laughs> so he can't move, you know, so he can't do anything. <laughs> Somebody who's never seen this movie is just listening to this podcast. is <laughs> not going to have a clue what that means. They're not, they're not going to understand it at all. Um, now it, this movie means a lot to me because when I was little and I watched this movie, it made the possibility of being an entertainer, um, like an actual thing for me like I could audition for a TV show this was right when American Idol came out when I was like actually watching this probably for the first time yeah so it made me be like oh you know what like this big horse tooth bitch did it I could do it too you oh know my gosh <laughs> Jessica Parker. <laughs> she did. I, I like the movie because I used to dance all the time when I was little like we've said before in this podcast and I just really like dance I love dancing it's just it just I just love it yeah, I just love it. Okay, so this episode was actually pretty fast. It's like only thirty eight minutes. Yeah, you talked really fast tonight. I did. I just didn't have as much info. This movie is very hard to find any extra information that we don't already know about the movie. And this movie isn't really like a lot of the movies we pick are like cult classics that have like a following after it's come out. I, I couldn't find that in this movie for some no, reason. No, me neither. So. I tried to find, like, even, like, who should have been cast instead of other people. Like, little things like that, you know? Yeah, nothing. It was impossible. Um, so, yes, today's episode is going to be very short and concise. But we are talking about a really good movie next week. Um, it was kind of both of our picks because we both love horror movies. Um, and the 4th of July is next week. So, Lindsay, what movie are we doing? I Know What You Did Last Summer with Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Brian Felipe. 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 Yeah, Felipe. Is Brian it Felipe? One of those. Who knows? Uh, we're uh, we're white. Junior. We're trying to make it sound fancier. <laughs> we're actually just white. It's one of my. Uh, he's white too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love that because in that movie, um, Freddie Prinze Jr. and Sarah Jessica or Sarah Michelle Gellar are um, dating other people in the movie. Yeah, and now they're married. That's so cute. And now it's so cute. Super cute. And but, I love Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's one of my favorite 90s actresses. So Yes, I mean, Kids Incorporated. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Ghost Whisperer. Ghost, yeah, she was in Ghostbusters. She no. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> she was also in that uh, TV show where she was like an escort, giving massages. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's her later years. Yeah, I don't know what it was called, but it was pretty good. Um, my dad watched it. I know that. Um, I bet. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Please tune in next week when we have I Know What You Did Last Summer on Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories. And nightmares. Ugh, I love it. All right. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories. 
insert Lindsay saying, and or nightmares. <laughs> she gets it most of the time. Uh, she's getting better. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this wonderful podcast. We have a lot more coming up, so be sure to tune in. And that's my cat in the background. You hear him? He don't care. Yeah, he don't care. You guys have a wonderful night, and thanks for listening. Bye.